Welcome to GoPro, a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition, transform, and achieve their greater purpose in life. Get ready to go pro. Hey y'all, welcome back to GoPro. I'm so thrilled to be back on the air with you guys. This is your host, Nate Brown, and the message I wanna share with you guys has been one that's been on my mind for quite some time now, so I'm gonna go ahead and dive right into it. First, let's all just take a deep breath. The past several months have been a real challenge for some of us, financially, relationally, emotionally, and we're all trying to move forward the best we can. But many of us are responsible for helping other people move forward as well. Parents, team captains, managers, CEOs, people are looking to us leaders for inspiration, guidance, reassurance, hope, and all eyes feel like they're on us. Now, leading in normal circumstances is enough of a challenge, but leading during these unprecedented times can feel, well, overwhelming. And those who are used to leading and innovating know most of the time you're building the plane as you fly it. We don't always know what to do. And the people who are looking to us for leadership have no idea how unprepared we actually are. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the blueprint for leading during times of uncertainty. Every leader exercises authority on two levels. One level is immediately apparent to us and the other becomes apparent. The first is positional authority, a parent, a coach, a boss. And it becomes immediately apparent because we have to pay attention and abide by these individuals' rules because of what society tells us and the hierarchy that we're in. The second is moral authority. The people who hold this position of leadership in our lives have a special connection of what they say and what they do. Their credibility comes from walking their talk. Their standards are so high that you wouldn't expect them to ask anything of you that they wouldn't do themselves. Moral authority creates credibility and credibility creates influence. And in times of uncertainty, influence is everything, which means gaining and maintaining moral authority is critical in our ability to lead well when things aren't going well. On the flip side, when someone lacks moral authority, it's hard to even listen to them, not because of what's being said, but because of who's saying it. I can't think of a better example than Tim Tebow's I Promise speech. On September 27th, 2008, the Florida Gators were ranked number four in the entire country and by far the most talented team across the nation. Literally, almost the entire roster went on to play in the NFL, including the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Tim Tebow. But on this day, talent wasn't enough to defeat the unranked Ole Miss Rebels, and Florida suffered a gut-wrenching loss 30-31 to in their hopes of an undefeated season were completely demolished. And this is what their captain, Tim Tebow, had to say after the game. I'm sorry. Um, extremely sorry. You know, we were hoping for an undefeated season. That was my goal. Something Florida's never done here. 
but I promise you one thing, a lot of good will come out of this. You have never seen any player in the entire country play as hard as I will play the rest of the season, and you never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season, and you never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. God bless. Those words are now engraved on a plaque that rests on the side of Florida's Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Tebow followed through on his promise and led the Gators on a 10-game win streak, winning the SEC championship and capping the memorable season by winning the national championship. Now that is the epitome of moral authority. Your accomplishments may make your name known, but your moral authority and your character will determine what people associate your name with. And at the end of the day, people are just looking for someone to trust and who has their best interests at heart. So we've established that moral authority creates credibility and credibility creates influence. And in times of uncertainty, influence is everything. But a wise man once told me that trust takes years to build and only seconds to break. So I want to give you three things to keep in mind to keep your moral authority intact and maintain your credibility. Number one is pay close attention to your internal and external responses to authority. If you consider yourself too important to serve or to be under anyone, then you might be too immature to be over anyone. Pay attention to how you respond to constructive criticism and feedback. Number two, where do you land on the spectrum of entitlement? What is your sense of entitlement? What type of excuses do you use for your behavior that you don't condone for other people? Someone once put it this way for me. Never do anything that you wouldn't want people to find out about or that you wouldn't be comfortable explaining to the people you care about. Bottom line is you don't want to do anything to undermine your influence. So if taking what you deserve in that moment undermines your influence, don't do it. Because the day might come that you would be willing to return it whatever it is, for the influence and the respect that you surrendered to get that thing. And last but not least, when you mess up, own up to it. People trust people who make mistakes, but people don't trust people who make excuses. Because people who make excuses for decisions that impact others are only thinking about themselves in that moment. And again, it goes back to can people trust you as a leader? The next piece of the blueprint is clarity. And this one's kind of tricky because most of the time as leaders, we're asking people to follow us to places we've never been ourselves. As of today, the sports world is in a pandemonium over upcoming seasons potentially being canceled. High schools are all virtual. Oh, and by the way, it's an election year. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's like we're in an episode of Black Mirror. And what people want most right now is something that we can't provide. What people want most right now is certainty. Do not give in to the temptation of promising certainty because you can't deliver. You'll just disappoint people. And the reason you can't deliver is not because you aren't a good leader. It's because certainty rests in the future, the one realm we have no control over. And if you do happen to promise certainty and you don't deliver, you'll lose credibility. You'll lose trust and you'll lose influence. And in times of disruption and uncertainty, the worst thing you can do is lose those three things. So where you can't provide certainty, you must provide clarity. C 
coaches, leaders, senators. You can be uncertain, but you cannot be unclear. Clarity is honest and clarity is enough. Clarity is even perceived as leadership. There's great humility in admitting you don't have all the answers. It actually makes you a better leader because there's no use in trying to paint this pretty picture or trick people into doing something that you don't believe in yourself. Uncertainty is a permanent part of life and is the why to the reason leaders exist, period. Clarity says, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to prepare for whatever happens. Uncertainty is not your enemy. It is your opportunity. But if you're unwilling or unable to be clear when things are uncertain, you will contribute to the uncertainty. And in times of disruption, people need to know that someone has a plan. And if that someone is you, give them something to do and give them something to do next. It's always tempting to pretend when people are looking to you for hope. I know I felt that. But clarity is essential. Be honest. Be hopeful. Pretending always erodes credibility versus admitting you don't know. Pretending to know when you don't know exposes a lack of character and it's a sign of insecurity. Saying I don't know when you don't know is good leadership. By expressing your lack of certainty, you send an important message that it's okay not to know, but it's not okay to pretend when you don't know. Be candid, be clear, be realistic, but also reassuring. Confidence in the face of adversity says, I don't know, but I will certainly find out. Or, now we've never faced anything like this, but I'm not worried because here are three things we can do in the meantime. It's acknowledging the uncertainty and then pointing to the future with confidence. Our role as leaders is to do all we can to ensure the people around us don't lose hope. Leadership is about owning decisions once you make them, not about making all the decisions on your own. So it's 100% okay to seek counseling and seek advice when you don't know the answer. So up until this point, we've discussed moral authority and the importance of clarity. The last piece to the pie is humanity. When I'm convinced that you know how I feel, I'll be far more open to your influence, even when you're asking me to follow you into the unknown. If you legitimize my concern and my fear and my worry, I'll trust you. But if you brush it off, if you criticize me for it, I'll resent you because now I'm convinced you don't understand me from the jump, even though that may not be the case. For me to follow you, you have to convince me that you get me. Be human, be vulnerable, check in often, over-communicate, express your humanity in the context of your role of leadership. So we're talking about humanity and being empathetic, but not just being <laughs> empathetic for no reason. This is for the purpose of building trust of others. We have to disrupt our own patterns and resist our own temperaments because along with clarity and moral authority, that's what people need. It's not what they need most, but it's what they need first. I wanna share with you guys a story about three leaders who were in an extreme environment of heightened uncertainty as well as racial sensitivity. So back in 2015, we were about halfway through our football season of my sophomore year. But during that same time, 
there were unspeakable injustices going on against the black students. And as sad as it is to say, as a black athlete, you're treated completely different than a black student. So personally, at the time, I had no idea these events were going on around me. My mind was focused on the season. But it was so bad that the black students cried out to the president, please help us. They stood for justice and they were ignored time after time. The thirst for change grew to a point where one student publicly stated that until the president resigns, he would go on a hunger strike and not eat or drink anything but water. One day, the students came to us, the football team, and told us about everything that was going on and asked us if we would stand with them in unity and state that we would not play in that week's game until the president was fired. We had less than 12 hours to make a decision. And as a player, a million thoughts are racing through your head. I remember calling my parents four or five times that day and explaining to them how I felt about the situation. It was obvious that the prejudices and the injustices that the black students on campus were facing needed to end. And the president expressed loud and clear that he didn't give a damn about their rights or safety on campus. But how would the coaches react? Would we lose our scholarship? You know, what, what, what would come of this season? Later that night, 12 hours later, there was a meeting called. Most of the black players on our team showed up and a significant amount of black students as well. And as soon as I walked into the room, I saw the young man on the hunger strike, slouched in his chair towards the back of the room. His face looked lifeless. He could barely stay awake. He had to be on his fifth or sixth day of no food. But it was in that moment, it was clearer than ever to me that this was bigger than me. This was bigger than football. And I made the decision for myself to stand with those students. I was waking up that following morning, not by my alarm clock, but by the sound of dings and bells and whistles and notifications, the picture and the statement that we tweeted out went completely viral. It was on every major news station, entertainment, sports talk show, which is also how the rest of the team, coaches and assistants who weren't at the meeting the night before found out. Our coach called an emergency team meeting that morning and everyone showed up. Needless to say, there was there was tension in the room on how our coach would react. What would he say? But the moment he walked in, the next words that came out of his mouth ceased any uneasiness that was there before. The first words he said was, I stand with you. He didn't try to change our mind or persuade us to maybe rethink our approach. He simply said, I stand with you. And fast forward, president was fired less than two days later and we went on to win the game that week. So I tell that story because when I think back to the young man who was brave enough to put his life on the line for others, when I think back to the team I was on and how we were able to come together collectively for a cause that wasn't necessarily affecting us at that time, but would affect generations to come. When I think back to my coach, a white man in his 60s who locked arms with us and met us in that moment, all I can say is that's what leading with moral authority looks like. That's what leading with humanity looks like. And that's what leading with clarity looks like. So as a leader, you have to ask yourself, do people know that I care? Do the people who I'm responsible for know that I care? Is my humanity showing? 
During times of uncertainty, your voice is more important than your words. Your presence is more important than your preparation. Your presence is more important than your presentation as well. And that's probably what I personally struggle with the most because I'm such a solution-oriented person. I only want to show up if I have something new to say or something put together or insightful to offer. But a lot of times, our presence is everything. There's a time for facts, but there's also a time to just feel. And that's leading with empathy, vulnerability. That's leading with humanity. So just to recap, we talked about three things in the blueprint for leading during times of uncertainty. Moral authority, clarity, and humanity. Lastly, I just want to leave you all with two questions to ponder, discuss at the dinner table, maybe with your girlfriend, best friend, boyfriend. Number one, when it comes to leveraging influence and authority and leading, who have you seen get it right and who have you seen get it wrong? And the last question is in your own personal experience of leadership, in your own personal sphere of influence, which of these three components do you find the most challenging? and why. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in each week to learn, grow, and transition. If you got something from today's episode, please, please, please leave a review, a comment. I personally read, check, and appreciate each and every one of those. Have a great week, and I'll see you guys next time on the GoPro Podcast. Thanks for listening to the GoPro Podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.